left off last time in the Sefer Yibona HaMikdash and um, we left off with a couple of questions and so far maybe some answers the first uh, question just to review we went through the whole Gemara that talked about Nebuchadnezzar being convinced by Amun Umayyad to come destroy the Beis Hamikdash based on the Nevuah that Haman Umayyav heard. And the question we asked, well, what was the Midah Kenegad Midah? We know by um, the second Beis Hamikdash was destroyed because of Sinat Sinam. Hashem got the ball rolling with the story of Kamsa Bar Kamsa, which Be'ezus Hashem, after we go finish this, we'll go through the story of Kamsa Bar Kamsa and see that in de- great uh, depth and detail. But the question was, that's very easy, Sinaschinam, Sinaschinam, how over here the first place Hamidosh was destroyed for the Gimel Averis Hamura, is why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu bring it about through the Nevi'im, the Dibre HaNevi'im that was informed to Nebuchadnezzar? That was question number one. We then went through a passage in Chavakuk which described Babel to us. Described Bavel and the Gra was very busy stressing the different types of Morais that um, were in overabundance in Bavel, and especially the Bukhanetzar was the epitome of uh, this creation. And they had caste, they were Hagai Hamar, they had caste Nimar, they were hasty in, the, in acting and lashing out. They had an unquenchable desire for anything that was never able to be filled and besides for that they just wanted everything and they were never satisfied and things that even they were always trying to get things even if it wasn't for their own tayalas just for it to happen so the question that we asked again also why is the gra stressing the idea of the maras so we continued and started talking about the Nevi'im a bit. Kaddish Baruch Hu sent the Nevi'im. Kenegad the Yetahar Zara. Two Nevi'im every morning, two Nevi'im at night. Kiflayim Kiyaitim Mitzrayim. 1.2 million Nevi'im. Kazal sent us, uh, Hashem sent to bring us to do tshuva. Now, I'm just going to throw in a couple more pieces of information here that perhaps I didn't say last time. And that is that, number one, Hashem sends him in the morning and in the evening for a very simple reason because Hashem was trying to make it here that Klai should do tshuva and the person who doesn't want to do tshuva at least at first glance as they say the gates of excuses has never been shut so if Hashem would have sent two Nevi'im in the morning and then he would say, why don't you do tshuva? So we would say very simply, in the morning, I'm in a rush in the morning, who has time to listen to Musa in the morning? If you would have sent them at night, I would have time at night. If you would only send them at night, say, night, I'm so tired, I got home late, you think I have time to listen to Musa Shmuz? You would send it to me in the morning, so then I would listen to them. So Hashem was here to, to make sure that there's no excuses. Why do you need two different Nevi'im every day? Very simple. Again, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is busy taking care of Terutzim. So, what's going to happen? You know, there's many speakers, you know, bring it down to our level. There's many speakers in the world, you know. Some speak, uh, you know, very educated. Some people speak very yeshivish. Some people speak with like a... Uh, um, they say a lot of stories. Some people say no stories. Uh, and so on and so forth, right? So every person has the type of speaker that they enjoy listening to, right? So the speaker, so to speak, that speaks to them, or the mahalach that speaks to them. So what's going to happen? Hashem's going to send an avi, right? And give Musa to everybody. And, uh, and then he'll say, Why did you do tshuva? I'll say, Listen, Rabbi Shalom, you know, who'd you send? You send someone who speaks like Siddish Yiddish, you know what I mean? I'm a Litzvak, I don't understand and that type of thing he, he talks in Chazanis I'm into you know I don't know whatever the newest uh, fad of music is you know I'm not into Chazanis he's a Yaki I'm a Hungarian Swarty Israeli they're all to root him in the world you know what 
How many people are in Klai Yisrael? How many... 600... What's Kiflaim Ki Yaitzim Mitzrayim? Why in heaven... Why do we talk about who went out of Mitzrayim? Who cares who went out of Mitzrayim? We're 800 years later by Korban Bayez Rishon, right? You tell me, how many Nuvim did I send? Kiflaim Ki Yaitzim Mitzrayim. What? Is that like a number? Why didn't you say... 1.2 million. What's this Yaitzim Mitzrayim business? That's like a funny number. You find this other times. Chazal tell us, Yaitzim Mitzrayim, 600,000, are the Shirish Nishamis of all of Klai Yisrael. There are 600, well I don't know what any of this stuff means, but Kafnik Ublani, that this is the way it is. There are 600,000 Sharashe Nishamis of Klai Yisrael. So whenever you talk about Yaitzim Mitzrayim, 600,000, that's Sharashe Nishamis. So what was basically every person... His neshama needs to be talked to in a little bit of a different nigan. Every person has the way their neshama is, or every neshama, I should say, not so much every person, every neshama has its unique makeup, and that's why every person is different, and has a unique job and unique whatever, and it needs to be dealt with in a unique way. And the truth is, I'm getting off on a little bit of a tangent. Um, I'm trying to see, just one second, if I could find... What the idea, I'm not sure if it's in this safer or it's in a different one, one second. What exactly was the, you know, we talked about the Nevi'im here. Oh, here it is. Um, let me find it here a second. The idea, once we're talking about the idea of Nevi'im here a little bit, an idea of a Shairish Hanishama, um, you know, Chazal tell us this whole idea of Kiflayim Kiyaitim Mitzrayim. There were there were double the amount of Yaitz Mitzrayim. Chazal tell us the Medrash says Ein Lachakal Ir Ve'Ir Baritz Yisrael Shalei Hayu By Neviim. Every city was full of Neviim. Now, if you remember, it's a long time ago, but if you remember when you did the Limud Atzmi on Shmois, which I'm sure you all remember, that there was you had to go through the Rambam about what it means to be a Navi. And now it's not so simple to be a Navi. A Navi was an Ish Kaddish, a person who worked for years, a person who was on a very refined Madrega, in control of all of his Midas, etc., etc., etc. Something we can't fathom. And if you think what a nation, what an Am Kaddish Klai Yisrael is, that we could even produce 1.2 million Naviim. We can't produce one Navi today, it's not shy. Can you imagine what it is to produce 1.2 million Nevi'im? That's what a level of Kedusha Klai Yisrael was on, and the Kedusha Klai Yisrael is. Every city had Nevi'im. I'm reading myself. Okay. Um, you know, the Rambam says a person has to be, he can't think Dvarim B'Telim, he always has to be, his dad has to be kosher and the Kisayak Kavayit, and so on and so forth. It's, 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 if you read what it means to be a Navi, it's an unbelievable thing. And that is the Chlal, the godless of Klai Yisrael, no other nation in the world was able to produce Nevi'im. And we didn't just produce one Navi, Kiflaim Kiyaitim Um, now, what was the purpose of a Navi? What was the purpose of these 1.2 million Nevi'im throughout the Dairis and Klai Yisrael? So the Ramban tells us in uh, Parshas Fukukaisai that um, nobody went to doctors in the times of the Nevi'im. He went to the Navi. Right? Chizkiah. Chizkiah Melech got sick. Melech and Beis Parakoth. He went to the Navi. Um... Because at that point, Klaiso was on a madrig of understanding that everything that happened to them was an Einish. For something was a punishment for something they did. So what are you going to the doctor for? Go to the Navi. He'll tell you how to do tshuva. Um, there's a famous story, I think, with the Nitziv. The Nitziv never used to go to doctors at all. Nitziv, any time something bothered him, he figured out what Avera he did with that Aver, and he did tshuva on it. But he, yeah, yeah, one day he called, he asked his family to call a doctor. They couldn't believe it. They were all excited. He's finally calling a doctor. It's finally, like, you know, normal. So, he, um, he, the doctor came, and the doctor wrote him out a prescription, and told him what was wrong with him, and he left. So, they were all excited. They said, oh, should we take the prescription, get the medicine? He said, nah, throw it out. So, he said, well, what's the point of this? So, he said, listen, usually, I can figure out what's bothering me, and then I figure out what, you know, what was the source of the problem. I do tshuva. Today, I was not clear on exactly which aver is the problem. 
So if I'm not clear exactly where my problem is, I can't figure out what I did wrong. So I just need the doctor to tell me where the problem is. What the problem is, that I'll figure out myself. Now I know which, but which exact problem, which aver is bothering me. Now I know, and now I'll be able to do, to do tshuva. Now let's take it a step further. So okay, they took care of doctors. Um, what happens when... Um, when uh, Shaul is going to look for uh, his father's donkeys. So what happens? So um, they couldn't find them, right? So the, his, and in Shmuel Aleph Parak so his Nara tells him, oh, you know, it's a wonderful thing. There's a Navi here. Shmuel Hanavi lives in this city. So, um, you know, let's go to him and he'll tell us what happened to our lost donkeys. That's a funny thing, you know, if you're nervous, you know, you know, you lost something. See, so let me go uh, bother Rav Yashiv, maybe he'll be able to tell me where I lost my, uh, my watch. You know what I'm saying? He has nothing better to do. So I'm going to go, Shmuel Hanavi, I'm, I lost my donkeys. Says the Pazik, let's go to Shmuel Hanavi, right? And he'll tell us where it is. But what does the Pazik say? The Pazik says, because... They, um, the Pazik says over there, what did they used to call the Navi? The Raya. The Navi was called the Raya. He was the seer. And, and what happened? They went to Shmuel and Itaka told them where they were. Um, so you see over here that the Navi was not necessarily the... You know, we have this, this vision, so to speak, of the Navi as um, being the Talmud Chacham of the city, which he was. Or the judge, oh, there was a Rav, there was a Bezdin. But the Navi had a purpose, and his purpose was to be the Chayza, or the Raya. Now, we're going we're to build on this, we'll see in a moment where I'm going with this. Parshas Yisroi. Yisrael gives Moshe Rabbeinu Musr. Madua ata yeshev levadecha v'chalam nitzavalecha v'baykadar. Why are you sitting by yourself? What does Moshe say? Kiyave elai ha'am lidrash elikim. What does the words lidrash elikim mean? Says the Rabban. Lidrash elikim lihispalo al chaylehem to daven for their sick ulaidia mashiyavelahem and to tell them what they lost. This is the Ramban. That's called Drishat Alikim, says the Ramban, and he brings this passage in Shmuel that tells us in Shmuel that Shaul went to Shmuel to find out where his lost thing is. What does it say by Rivka Imenu? Vatelech, Lidrash, Es Hashem. That should sound very similar. What does the Ramban say over there? Sheyagid lo matehei. I'm sorry, Rashi says. Rashi says she went to find out from the Navi what's going to happen. What does the Ramban say? No. Just like the Ramban said before to daven for the sick. Says the Ramban she went to the Navi. Um... Says the Grof, and the Grof packages this all together, Pasuk and Mishlet, and Parak Yedale Pasuk Beis, says the Grof as follows. Um, no, one second. No, I'm sorry, let's go to, uh, let's not do that Grof, let's do a different Grof, let's before the Grof. Um, Okay, there's a chasam cipher that says as follows. As we package this all together, you see where I'm going with this. The chasam cipher says that um, that when it comes to halacha, everyone in Klai Yisrael is the same. Comes to Shulchan Aruch, nobody has any excuses. Every person in Klai Yisrael, from Moshe Rabbeinu to the biggest whatever, is mechuyev to keep the halacha of Shulchan Aruch and and um, and has to follow the halacha. However, there are certain things, says the Chassam Saifer, for example, Avas Hashem, um, or Midas of Chasidus, and things like that, that are not the minimum. There's a minimum everyone has to keep. 
Then there's above and beyond the Chasidus, the Avas Hashem. For that, says the Chasam Soifer, Ein Leiv Beis Bnei Adam Shabbim. Every person is different. Every person has his avoda, has his way of doing things, has the Musr and the Taira and the Drashas that talk to them. And no two people are the same. Um, in fact, in last week's Parsha, uh, in last week's Parsha, in Parsha's Balak, there's a very interesting Nitziv. The Nitziv says, Klai's are compared to gardens on the side of a river, next to on a riverbank. Says the Nitziv, what's his gardens? Why is Klai's compared to a garden? Says the Nitziv, what's the difference between a field and a garden? A field, says the Nitziv, is usually one species. It's a wheat field, a barley field, a cornfield, one species. Garden has a lot of different plants in it, different flowers, different things. But many times, as the Nitziv, even the garden has like one central main uh, area with its flower or its vegetation or whatever it is. And then around it, you know, sometimes you see in like, front of people's houses, they have like this big, uh, big fancy tall flower in the middle, then they have like, little flowers around it. So as the Nitziv, every person in Klai sells Mechuyiv to keep every mitzvah in the Torah. That's the garden. We're like a garden. But at the same time, every person has to have the one mitzvah that they focus on and they excel on, and that's their mitzvah. It's their mitzvah. Chazal talk about, many times you find Chazal say, if someone does one mitzvah, he gets Eilam Haba. One mitzvah? What about all the 612 other mitzvahs? There's, of course he does all the mitzvahs. But there's a person who takes a mitzvah and makes it his mitzvah. He learns about it. He's always looking for ways to shtag. He's looking at the Chazik. And every person is different. In the end of Parsha's uh, Shlach, by the mitzvah of Tzitzis, over there, the Nativ talks about the same idea. By the he's focusing on a pasuk, I think in Kehelis, that says, or something like that. person should follow his heart. He follow his heart, I can do whatever I want. He can't do whatever he wants. You have to stick in the Dalaramas of Tyre. You have to stick in the rules of Tyre. You can't just say, well, you know what? Ah, Lula of Sukkah doesn't talk to me. I'm going to make up my own mitzvah. Right? Because the Iker is in the heart. You know, Ani Yehudi Balev, as they always say. Right? So, so, it's a wonderful thing. But, of course, you have to keep the actions. You've got to keep the mitzvahs. On top of that, you also have to be Yehudi Balev. But you have to keep the mitzvahs. So it says the Nativ that, but there's a big, gigantic Tyra out there. Some people... To them, Chesed is the one is, a, is like the biggest thing in the world. They have an etia towards Chesed. Some people have an etia towards Tyra. Some people, even in Tyra, there's learning halacha, there's learning this type of this lamdus, there's bikiyas. There's all different types. Every person's neshama could find its. Of course, you have to keep all the mitzvahs, but every person has to find a way that talks to him to make Tyra and mitzvahs. Don't start. Sasuru means going out and spying out other places that you can't do you got to stick in the box of Tyra but in the box of Tyra every person's the shaman should talk to them you know it's, you see this you go talk to you know this person and say what's the most important mitzvah in the world it's the Bikr Chayim why that's his mitzvah Russian Jewelry um, um, uh, Iranians Havaya Sameis Hebra Kedisha you see people they're like this is their mitzvah they don't have anything else to Hatzala this is their mitzvah Right? Why? Because that's what talks to them. I don't relate to it the same way. That's not my neshama. You know, this every person has to find. Says the nitziv kiganois. It has to be like a like a like a garden. A garden has many different parts, but there's a main thing that some every person has to find their place that their neshama is talking to them. And you find the gemara. The gemara says in in the Shabbos. They told one of the Amiraim, Avuch, your father, but my What was he like extra careful about? So it says something, uh, I don't remember which one it says, maybe he didn't walk the Adamus without Sittus or something like that. And you find all the Amiraim. Amiraim said, it said, Taisi Li, I'm going to get Schar because you know why? Because um, I was careful in Shal Shudas. One of the Amiraim says. Or the other one says, Sittus. The other one says, I didn't talk to my Tzfilim. And so on and so forth. These aren't like, you know, you're talking about Amiraim over here. You'd say, why am I going to get Sky? The Amiraim would say, because I learned Zayar and I, uh, you know, and I went to the Mikvah 400,000 times a day and I had Kabonis, Arizal. That's not what they said. I wore Sittus. I wore Tzfilim. I ate Shalashodis. 
Right? These are mitzvahs that a mitzvah everyone has to do. But Tyrant says that was a mitzvah that they did and excelled in. Now just, I know I'm really going out on a tangent, but I think it's a very important thing to, to bring out. They said tastily. Rashi says tastily means I should get schar. I should get schar because I did this mitzvah, X, Y, or Z. The Marsha is one of the Mepharshim uh, over there and the Gemara says, it's a funny thing, he says, an Amoira is going to say, I should get schar because I did this mitzvah. Since one time I wrote, asked for schar. So he learns a different shot in the Gemara and he says the words tasty lee mean as follows. Tasty means I am going to excel in the mitzvah of, let's say, Shalashudas. You know why? Because I keep the mitzvah of Shalashudas. There's a concept of Habal Tahar Messiah, I say. If I want to do something and I make the first step and Hashem sees I'm sincere, He's going to give me the Siyat Dishmaya for it to con- continue. So this is the Marshal, each of them, my Rayim, were saying, You know why I'm going to excel in the following mitzvah? Because I've already started. I've already started that mitzvah. And this is where I want to go in Habal Tahar Messiah, which in itself is a very big. A very big um, lesson that a person has to look around and see where could I be mechazik myself. They say, but it's so hard. I've never. You want to do it? You make the efforts? You try to do the mix in a better way? Hashem will give you the He'll give you a bigger cheshek. He'll give you the help that you'll be able to excel in that mitzvah. But every person has a mitzvah that his neshama is cut out for. And that's what the, that's what the, the Chassab Seifer is saying. When it comes to Avas Hashem, Chassidus, these things, every person's different. Every person's neshama is programmed differently. So the question then is, okay, you know, Bismana said we're stuck. But how is a person supposed to know what's my mitzvah? How am I supposed to know what my neshama is supposed to do? So says the Grah in Mishle, a pasuk we all know, and therefore that's why it's Kedai to say over. Says the Grah. Every person has a derech bifneyats my Every person has a road that's his road for his neshama, for his atzlocha. Ki daitam tell us, no two people's dots are alike, no people, two people look alike. No two people, their nature are exactly the same. Says the Gura, When there were Nevi'im in Kla Yisrael, how you halchin etzel ha-Nevi'im lidroish es Hashem. Same Lashem. They used to go to the Navi to find out lidroish es Hashem. The job of the Navi was to look at the person and to tell him what is your exercise, what's your job, what's your tachnit that you are supposed to do for your Avayda Sashem. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine if you wake up one morning, what am I supposed to be doing in this world, right? Go to the Navi and tell you, you know, according to your neshama, you have to work on the following things. Life would be a lot easier. Of course, you're right. There's always going to be Bechir and Hashem will take care that it's not so easy. But if you think about it, the idea that a Navi could tell you, you know, go, you know, there'd have to be a school for each and every kid. Every person has their own private school because every kid, you know, wouldn't be a cookie cutter uh, society like ours. You know what I mean? Every person has his tachnit of what he's supposed to excel in the world. You can argue on the Navi. Based on his neshama and his guf, because his guf has to be able to handle what the navi tells him to do. This is what the navi shav was. The person, all he has to do is That means he has to set his heart up. He wants to serve Hashem properly, and I'm going to go to the navi to find out the I want to know what I should do. And who would answer? Man means he was answered. Hashem would answer him through the Navi how the person should act. This is the, um, the job of a Navi. 
So now back to what we were talking about before. Six hundred thousand neshamas in Kla Yisrael. How many neviim do you need? You need neviim for each neshama. The Rebbeinu Shalom saw fit that there should be two neviim when coming to tell us to do tshuva. There needs two neviim for each neshama to tell them, like two aidim. Sometimes you need two witnesses. You need two uh, two people to give to give hasra, to give a warning to a person. Two is always something stronger than one, obviously, and therefore, for the sick, that's why we say, Kislayim ki Yaitzim Mitzrayim. Yaitzim Mitzrayim is the number of Neshamas in Klai Yisrael, 600,000 Neshamas, and every, there were two Nevi'im for each Neshama to dictate to them what is their job and to do tshuva. Yes, that's it. Three million, you're talking about with the, with the ladies and the children and everything, right? What? Of course you're Nishamas. No, but it doesn't... It, no, do, what? One second. 600,000 was only... Let's, like, let's not get all chauvinistic over here. The 600,000 was only the men between 20 and 60, right? Younger than 20, we were with the women. Over the 60, also counted as women. So, it's, it wasn't just... But... We're not saying Neshamas. I don't know what I'm talking about. But the fact of the matter is, there's something called Shairish HaNeshamas. It could be one Shairish HaNeshamas could split into two. It's not a steerer that it should come out in different people, the same Shairish HaNeshamas. There's what I mean. In the times of the Beit HaMikdash, there were millions and people, millions and millions of people in Klai Yisrael. What are you telling me? There's only 600,000. The answer is, something in Shamayim, where the Mekar of Neshamas are, there are 600,000 Shairish HaNeshamas. Each Shairish then as it branches out its DNA so to speak is dependent on where it's coming from and the Navi is able to zoom in on that Shairish HaNeshama that's my understanding with not I'm not like big into Neshamas I really don't know what this is here but this is the that's what this forum said so therefore you could have millions of people but only 600,000 Shairish HaNeshama yeah so according to that like nowadays like would a would a brother come follow like he Oh, you need an obvious to be able to do this. Yeah, it's only going to be. And don't get somebody who's going to tell you he's going to read your forehead and tell you what to do. Be careful. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying they can't. I'm not saying the Kubalim can't see things. I'm not saying But you got to be careful, you know. Um, I, I, it's, it's, they used to say, it's the yard site of this, uh, of this, um, what was his name? He was never killed. The Makubal, uh, Baba Lazar. Uh, what was his last name? Abu Khatira. Right? They say he was Hakka. I, I know someone here who was supposed to go to him. The relative was very close with him. And the guy said, the relative told me, Are you sure you want to go there? Because I'm telling you, he could see everything. You're, you're like, your whole, everything you ever did is going to be like wide open in front of him. Um, it was, it's, 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 it, there is such a thing, but you have to know where it's coming from. But it's still not the same thing as a Navi telling you what the job of your Nishama is. Um, um, there was a, someone here told me that they were that the, they were they were on a tour and I was with a tour guide and he took them to I don't remember if it was David Abu Khatir, one of the Abu Khatir, I don't think it was this it wasn't Rabbi Lazar it was one of the other ones and he told them a story that happened to him this tour guide said he had recently taken a very very prominent influential person um, to this uh, to this Makubal and this fellow walked in and the Makubal looks at him and so he needed a translator he didn't talk Hebrew, only the, the tour guide talked Hebrew. So the Makubal tells the tour guide before he said anything to him, he said, Tell him he has to do chuba because he did a very, I don't want to say exactly, he did a very, very terrible Avera. Um, yeah. So um, he said, I'm not saying that, what are you crazy? He's paying me to come here, right? <laughs> so he says, No, tell him. And, uh, and he, so the guy stopped, he says, hey, What's he saying, you know? So he told him, he says that uh, he claims that you did a terrible Avera and he sort of gave him the details of what he did. And the guy broke, broke down crying and he said, you take a right. And um, they told him how to do tshuva and so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, shari tshuva le nina, at least he got a chance to do tshuva. But this is even more than this. This is manazer da'an neviyim seeing our neshama. It's a whole different story. Okay, now let's back, uh, back to uh, where we were. So we're talking about, so that's why we needed... 
Kiflayim Kiyotzim Mitzrayim, and they were there, right? Like I said, it's not my niggin, right? Every person has his own niggin that talks to him. So there's no person, no Nishama that could say, sorry, that wasn't my Nabi. No, every person had their Nabi. So, um, where am I over here? So, so that was the Nevi'im. So we said Nevi'im were a fire, and they were the antidote to the fire of the Etaharba of Adizar. Um, however, Klai Yisrael, as we said, they were Malivim B'Malach Elikim. They ignored them, they shamed them. The Rambam says, to such a degree that the Rabbi Shalom said, that Ein Marpeh. There's no cure anymore. I'm not going to let you do tshuva. And I just heard it. I was causing over the tapes from Rabbi Brevda of this year, actually, that he, uh, of, that we're learning right now. So he says, why is tshuva called Marpeh? Why is it called a, 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 a cure? So he says, because there's many things that could bring a person to do tshuva, or to wake a person up. However, there's only one thing that if you do it, there's no collateral damage. Hashem wants to wake a person up, He sends them a Torah, He sends them Yisurim, He sends them this, He sends that, there's pain, there's, there's a loss, there's, there's a lot of different things. So it's not 100% refuah because it's collateral damage. person does tshuva, the Banisham's Michael and That's why tshuva is called a marpe. It's a refuah because there's nothing, there's no damage to, there's no collateral damage, so to speak, to tshuva. So that's, that's a side thing. So the Banisham said, you're not interested in tshuva, so I'm not going to let you do tshuva. Now, we continued and we said, as we're reviewing here, we continued and we said that the Rambam says that there's a, if a person doesn't, a uh, person says that, that when things happen to them, it's a mikra, it's a derech avzarius, a person's supposed to realize from the Rabbanu Shalaylam, Klaitzel was full of Yisurim, from their foot to their head, and um, they didn't pay attention to it. They said, it's a mikra, it's not from the Rabbanu Shalaylam, and they didn't do tshuva. Not only that, when the Nevi'im used to come in the morning, they used to take some schnapps, shaker, in the evening, yayin, to be immune, during the day, and the rest of the time, they would play these instruments, that, that uh, muted, so to speak, all their hargeshim, and therefore they weren't able to see, not Payal Hashem, and not Ma'at Yadav, and therefore they weren't, to be nis- they weren't nisayret to do tshuva. So now we're continuing, we're on page Pei Aleph. So he says as follows: The Rambam that we just mentioned, that we said it was Hashem decided there's no more tshuva. Where do we know this fact? The Rambam is telling us Chad in the past of God, the Ein Marve, no tshuva. Do we see anywhere clearly in the story of the Khurban that Hashem is not accepting our tshuva? Where do we see that? Says, he says as follows in Medjush Echarabba Al Savareinu Nirdafnu Yoganu Beloihu Nachlana. That's the Pasuk in Echa. The Isasham says the Medrash, Shenubuchanetzar tzivol nebuzaradim. Nebuchanetzar gave a command to nebuzaradim, va'omar lei, and he said to him, Elikeim shal Yisrael mekabel balei tshuva. The Hashem of Kla Yisrael is mekabel balei tshuva. Not our Hashem. You know, our God is not mekabel tshuva. Our God, if you do something wrong, by the God, if you do something wrong, you burn. That's it. There's no way out of it. You're done. But Kleikem Shal Yisrael is different. He's Mikabla Chuba. The Yadai Pshutal Kapal Shavim. Here? Here an Amuna from the Vukhanetar? The Yadai Pshutal Kabal Shavim. Lachaini told him, When you get that, when you conquer Yerushalayim, do not let them daven. Because if you let them daven, they'll have a hero of tshuva, we're done. We're finished. And it'll be over. So what did he do? You know what he told them? He said, he said, I don't know if he brings it over here. He told him, he said, if you don't do this, I am going to blacken your face. 
be mashkir panecha. I'm going to blacken your face, which obviously wasn't such a good thing. You know, he was threatening him with uh, terrible torture if he doesn't listen to him. So what did he do? Kevin Shekavashay Sam. See he he came and destroyed the base of Megdash and he conquered Kaisra. He put them on a death march. A death march from Yushalayim to Babel, how many days? Fifteen days straight. If one of them would stop moving because he was so tired, it was a rather would chop him into pieces. And there are no other Eitzah. And you know how many people died on the way 15 day journey from Yerushalayim to Bavah. Kevin Shiganu Lepras says the Medrash once we got over the Euphrates River to, to the Nahar Pras which is already into Bavel out of Eretz Yisrael into Bavel now they said you're out of Eretz Yisrael you could rest and it's a Beferish Apostol it says in Tehillim Al Nareis Bavel Sham Yashavnu says the Medrash Sham over there on the banks of the river in Bavel Sham Yashavnu there we got to sit down at the Sham but till we got there La Yashavnu we were not allowed to sit those are the words of the Medrash so you see the Ferish HaKadosh Baruch Hu made it that Nebuchadnezzar with Nebuchadnezzar did not allow Kleisel to do Chuba. It's obviously Rabbi Shams orchestrating this. And it's a terrible, terrible Gzeira on Kleisel that Nebuchadnezzar should tell Nebuchadnezzar do not allow them to do Chuba, and it happens. Why not? Why? So you see the first, like the Rambam says. Because Kleisel reached the Madrega that the Sharei Chuba were closed. They did not able to have the Ein Martai. Harei lanu mefurish shenim na me'achuba racham anyatzileinu. Vahadvarim makridim leivanefesh. Should be shook up from this. Taikif oin shishamayim. Vigaydel achzariusam shalimuchanetzer v'chavero. You see, number one, what, the, what Hashem dealt us. Number two, you see that these people had to watch as one after the next, Yidin were chopped to pieces. It's a terrible, terrible Achzorius. Omnam, Kishan is Bainam Medover, but if you contemplate and think, Nirisha Kalmasha Nasa Yamida Kanagamida. It was all Mida Kanagamida. Why? Kalin is Barlael, we explained before, Shalomaris Yisurayam. That even though they were full of Yisurim, Hamerubim Mikap Regovarosh, Meanu Lahakir Shenen Jemeshemayim, they refused to see Hashem in their Yisurim. Halachlima Yisbarach Bekeri Kleimar Amru Shedavers Dem Minet Shalaylamu. What's going around? The Tzarzu Nikra Nekris. It just happened. What does the Rambam say? A person who says that Tzara is just a Mikra, what is that person? Halei Rambam Kasev Sham Shaimer Kain Harezu Derech Achzarius. Person who says that he's an achzor, pirish shenis achzor al achzor. Who's he an achzor on? He's an achzor on himself. They're enjoying that their wounds are flowing from blood. That's an achzor. Because if you're really concerned about it, why do you want to get rid of it? Do tshuva. No, I'm not interested. It's kashmak. I woke up this morning. Mechel. Uh, how many wounds did you wake up with this morning? Six. I woke up with eight. I'm winning. Tomorrow maybe you'll win. Are you enjoying it? What did they get? They got the epitome of Achzorius Shakastimis Achzor Aleim. Why are we zayche to such a punishment that Hashem doesn't allow us to tshuva? You know why? Did you go out of your way not to do tshuva? You many tachbulos, many different ways. Shall I lisbal mikdibrem? Shall neviim to ignore the words of the neviim? Kilai ratu lachzer b'tshuva, like we said. Shall you mishdakrim like a verif? They got drunk and they used the klizemer. They used the instrument. With tamdim suksham tevar leel. You don't want to do tshuva. Mida kineged mida. When you're gonna finally want to do tshuva, what's gonna happen? You're not allowed to do tshuva anymore. Kenen shulim noya men So so far everything is beautifully mida kineged mida. 
Like we said, they used the instruments for the four Marais. It muted and it calmed it down that they weren't misspoiled from anything. Like the Gros said before, so you tie the two Gros together. Who bring? You tried and you calmed down and you um, muted is not the right word, but I'm not sure what word I mean. For. More, but how do you like uh, subdued? It's a better word, yes. Subdued the different mores, so you shouldn't be nisragish. You know, I'm going to bring Minda Kenegad Mida, somebody who is, um, I would say, like uh, out of control. Um, what? But even more so, totally to the extreme of um, of out of control of these morites. Who would I bring? It's Agai Hamar, Hanimar, Haylech Merchavi Oretz, Vaynu Nebuchadnezzar, Vamai. Who were they? Bal Maraduma, Mariyareka, Marashchira, Betachlis. You were subduing it. We go to the other extreme, out of control, um, over. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Over. Not zealous, over, uh, like, uh, overly hyper um, of, of these Morris to the extreme that they were Hamar, Hanimar, Oilech, Hamachavayaretz. So it's me the Kenegad Mita, the Morris, Kenegad the Morris. You subdue them, you weren't in a spa, you don't want to be in a spa, you're going to get someone on the other extreme. Umifnesha, Hayu, Maligim. Now the Nevi'im, they didn't just ignore them, they also shamed them, they mevazed them. There was a Navi, forgot who it was, that got up and said, Hashem's going to destroy the Kai Yisrael, and so on and so forth. And they finished, everyone just burst out laughing at him. They just made fun of him. This is what happened, this is the Nevi'im. It's, 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 it's mind-boggling to try to understand, but again, we don't have the Etar of Avaita We would think if the Navi would come and tell us, you know, this is what you got to do, we would all follow like, you know, like dogs with our tongues out. But it didn't happen. It wasn't like that, because there's always Bechira. Uh, so what did HaKadosh Baruch Hu do? HaKain Gilgo HaKadosh Baruch Aleim as Korban Abayis. How did HaKadosh Baruch Hu bring Korban Abayis? You don't want to listen to the Nevi'im? I'm going to bring the Khurban through the words of the Nevi'im. But who's going to listen to that? Nebuchadnezzar is going to listen to that. Ha'idezeh sh'ezeel Nebuchadnezzar sh'anavim isnam l'chobana sh'ezeshleim al-yalde klaymar. Ain't atem roitzim l'shmoa v'karmi, you don't want to listen? Ani yalbi aleichem rosha v'achzer. And he's going to listen to the Nevi'im and he's going to do the words of the Nevi'im. Ha'kal mida k'nege mida. So, up till now, it's beautiful here. Every problem... Everything that happened, we were punished. Me the connection me that. Ella. It just reminds me how um, because they denied, like even when it's true, so now they were able to. Just like um, the fact that Torah the lachem, they were not so often the same thing that they didn't want to listen to the Nevi'im. So that came to a point where they didn't want the Nevi'im. They want the Nevi'im and they can't have it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so part of the Nevi'im, there's two parts. One is that they do their morals and like the thinking of what's supposed to be. Overly hyper. But our original question was, why did it come about through the Nevi'im? Right? Right. The Amun Amoyev told Nebuchadnezzar, we heard the words of the Navi, come destroy Klayisha. The answer is, you don't want to listen to the words of the Nevi'im, Mida Kedega Mida, I'm going to bring the Korban about through Nebuchadnezzar being Mikhaim, the words of the Nevi'im that he heard. And also that now... Um, since they didn't speak to them, they had to speak to them. Right. Are we going to discuss like, at what point they were able to do Shubha? No, they were done. That's it. The Korban was over. Finished. And Gaul's Baba. That's how it's doing Shubha. There was no way to reverse the Korban anymore. The Korban had to happen. Klai so on the Gaul. And finished. We were done. Okay, it's a different story. Yeah. Okay, of course, because Baruch we could come back from Gaul. But we could have stopped the Korban. We could have stopped the Widder. Now let's continue. And we're going to bring it one step closer here. In the fifth month, which is the month of Av, in the tenth of the month, is the nineteenth year of Nebuchadnezzar, the chief butcher, it doesn't mean a butcher of animals, the chief butcher, he came and he stood in front of Melech Babel, meaning Nebuchadnezzar, in Yerushalayim. And he burned down the Beis HaMikdash and the Beis HaMelech. 
The Gemara Sanhedrin asked the following question. Nebuzaradim came, the Pasuk says, and stood in front of Nebuchadnezzar in Yerushalayim. Was Nebuchadnezzar in Yerushalayim? Vaksiv, we said this in Malachim. Vaksiv, Vayalu Oisai, Amelech Babo Riblasa. It says in the end of Malachim, Malachim Beis, that says, Kiyo Amelech, they took him to Melech Babel, to Nebuchadnezzar, in Ribla. Ribla was farther out. Because it wasn't Yerushalayim, it was farther out, near Babel. Antuchia is the beginning of uh, it's like by Syria there it's, in the, it's, it's the beginning of uh, Babel Yisrael. so there's a problem here how could the Pasuk say that Nebuchadnezzar stood in front of Nebuchadnezzar Yerushalayim Nebuchadnezzar was not in Yerushalayim and in fact I'll tell you the truth Nebuchadnezzar um, ok we'll go, we'll go further um, so there's a machlakis to answer this question Rav Chista and Rav Yitzhak Bar Abdimi one of them said he had the image of Nebuchadnezzar carved into his chariot so wherever he went Nebuchadnezzar was staring at him so he was, he was sitting there as if he was standing in front of the image, he was standing in front of the image of Nebuchadnezzar. But Nebuchadnezzar himself was not there. The Chadamar, the other one says, Eima Yisera HaYisoloi, Nebuzaradan had such a fear of Nebuchadnezzar, Vidoimek Mishayim Elopanam, that wherever he went, it was as if Nebuchadnezzar is standing over him with a hammer ready to whack him. That's how afraid he was. Wherever he went, Nebuchadnezzar was following him. What does this mean, number one? We're not, we're not uh, satisfied. What's the Mida Kenege Mida this Nebuzarad in business? And this is also important to understand. Who burnt the base Hamegdash? Who destroyed the base Hamegdash? Nebuzarad. But who's called the destroyer of the base Hamegdash? Nebuchadnezzar. 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 The Korban Nikra al The Korban is referred to in Nebuchadnezzar destroying the base of Migdash, like it says in Sanhedrin Ayin Sham. In the Medrash in Eichad says, Nebuchadnezzar Rosh Lamacharigan. He was the head destroyer. There was no greater person in the history of the world that was an Achzer like him. The Gaiva, about Gaiva. Viragzanus, he was also someone who got angry, like we said before. Tsarazayin, he was stingy. Abira's slave, he had a very tough heart, in other words, he wasn't a spell from anything. Batalas Ema Al Habrius, and he inflicted fear on everyone. This was a very dangerous uh, mixture here of all these wonderful Midas. Amruzal Bamibaraba, Shinbuchanetta Amar, Ain Kalboy Oilam Kedai Lushrais Bainayim. Nebuchadnezzar was such a bad guy that he said, you know what, there's no one here in this world that is right to have me live amongst them. So Atzalai of Kitana Vidar Basayich, he made himself a little cave, a little hole somewhere, and he went and he lived there. It doesn't pass for him to live in the world with all these like normal people. He made himself into a god, that's how what a big guy, a bad guy he was. The Gemara Nadarim tells us, there's really a story with uh, Tzidkiyot that he grabbed onto a uh, Arnevis as a, a rabbit, right? Or something like that. As it was flying by, he grabbed it, ripped it apart, and started eating it alive. That's, you have to be a pretty big achzer and abirus halayik to do such a thing. That's what he made Tzidkiyot swear he wouldn't tell him, and so on and so forth. No, no. Aristotle did some other musicians. Of Esther Rabba, now this is a famous magician Esther. Sigil called Mamaina Shalaiwa. He was such a brutal person, he would go around and he, he, he ruled over the entire world. And the first thing he did when he ruled over the world was every nation has like its national treasures. It's museum pieces and so on and so forth. And he looted them. He just took them and he took them all back to Bubble. He didn't leave any nation having its pride. So he was also a very rich person after all of this. But he was stingy too. So he had a problem. He, he, I guess deep down he knew he wasn't going to live forever. So what's going to happen to all this money after he dies? 
So what did he do? Came to Shanat Olam Uzamar, Mani Aniyah Kamam and Zelahabu Benai, I'm going to leave my son all this money, my son should inherit me. He wasn't so happy about that idea. Ahmad the Gazer, his son wasn't so bad, really. His son was pretty good. Maybe that's why I didn't like him. Ahmad the Gazer, Ba'asus Finas Gedal Shal Nechayshah. So what did he do? This is a famous story from, you should all know this from Megillah Esther. Because he made himself copper boats. He filled up all the money in them. He had diverted the Euphrates River. And he diverted it back towards these boats. And what happens to a copper boat? It sinks. So all the treasures were lost. He said, if I'm going to die, no one's going to get anything. Um, what happened? When were those treasures found? Anyone remember? What? Huh? Okay. Nobody? I can't hear. Anyways, later on when... Uh, when what's his name gave um, gave a shus when Kairish gave a shus to build to build the uh, to build the base Hamikdash, so Hakadosh Baruch Hu made it that to build the second base Hamikdash, Hashem made a nace that they figured out where this uh, where they were where where in the Har Pras they were and they found them and that's how Hashverish was Yairish them and it says over there that um, that Hashverish's um, party was for how many days. 180 days, right? 180 days. And how many days did it take to see each treasure? Anyone remember? No, I think it was how many days? Six days? Anyone remember? Six days to see each one? Something like that. And that's why he made the party for 180 days in order to show all the treasures of of this uh, that the Bukhanetzar had had shown. Okay, but that's so. This that's who he was. Over Gemara Shabbos it says, "Kol Yamav Shalaita Rasha Lenimtus Chayk BePikal Beria." When he was alive, nobody smiled. No, there was a person in the world who smiled. They were always nervous. Who knows who's behind us? Like they sort of like the KGB. You know what I mean? Why did people just spit out? Well, they couldn't. He was after. He killed everybody else. What happened when he went to Gehenim? Gehenim went berserk when he came in. They said, He's he's coming here now? He's coming here now to uh, to, to make trouble here? We had enough trouble with him in, in, in the regular world. Over here also he wants to rule over us. They were all getting very upset. That's how scary he was. Now, so Nebuchadnezzar was a... Bria made especially to destroy the Beis Hamidosh. There were many, many Rishayim, all Rishayim in the history of Christ that wanted to destroy the Beis Hamidosh. But there was no one who could do it. You needed this creation here of Avzariyaz, Gaiva, Ragzanus, or Sinabir, Slave, Hatalas, Eima, to accomplish this. Why? What do you mean? Spring Christ of the Juba. That's the only way, because no one had the guts to destroy the Beis Hamidosh. Now where did he get his kayak from? This is also a famous story. The king then was a person named Merad Balada Melech Babel. And he wanted to send a letter to Chizkiyah Melech because he had a refuah shleimah. Because of Baraisi Geris, he wrote at the top of the letter, Shlomo Lamach to Chizkiyah, Shalom to the king Chizkiyah, Shalom Lakarta of Yerushalayim. Shalom to the city, Karta of Yerushalayim. Shalom Lelaka Rabba. Shalom to the great Hashem, Lelaka Rabba. Now, that was the order he wrote it. Nebuchadnezzar Seifer HaMelech, Lehayasham Baitasha. Who was Nebuchadnezzar? He was a scribe. He was a scribe for the king. And at that point, he wasn't there. He went to the bathroom or something. So he wasn't there when they wrote the letter. When he came back, he said, What did I miss? So they told him, this is the letter. It says, how'd you write it? So they told it. So, he ran like three steps. And he said, no, come back here. You can't send a letter to Chizkiah that says that. You have to change the order. First you say, Shalom Shalom Then you say, Shalom to Yushalayim. And then you say, Shalom to Chizkiah. 
because he walked three steps he was Zaycha he walked three steps for the covet of Hashem that Hashem's Shalom should come first and not last he was Zaycha to rule over the entire world that says like we just said part of his car was that he had a kayak to destroy the Beis HaMikdash and he killed out all of our Tzadikim and Chassidim why did he get this this car? Because deep down, this was his rotten. What did he want to do in life? He wanted to destroy Yerushalayim and the Beis HaMikdash. Schar for Kavit Shemayim, he was Zoycha Shiyismale Ritzoynoi V'yizchare Mishal. Because you have to give a person, if you really want to pay him correctly, you got to pay him something that means something to him. So this is his rotten, this is his full payment. He got his full payment in this world, because you know where he is in the next world. Uh, you know, overly fried egg, so to speak, with with uh, with um, essential, you know, heating cooked in over there in Gehenna. He's still burning over there in the Bukhanetza. So Hashem paid him back in this world. But what did he get? He got to be Mamale Ritzayne. One second. Hare Mavur, you see, She'ikar Ritzayne Shalaisa Rashi Lahachra Vesamikdosh Vulahari Tzadiki Yisrael. So now let's think for a second. If this was his Ratzon, deep down, since he's born from his mother's milk, he wants to destroy the Beit HaMikdash. So what would you think? Amun Umayyah sent him a message that Hashem told the Nevi'im, you're going to destroy the Beit HaMikdash. What should he do? Jump up and run. Right? This is all he wanted. Shazak kal ika Ratzon but you still see me. He was still afraid of Hashem, it says over there in that Gemara. And he was afraid of the Tfilas and Shaltzadikim. And Tfilas and Abrishayim Bali Tshuva. Only Until the Nevi'im told him, No, Hashem said there's nothing left until the end of 70 years. He finally was asking to come. But did he even do it himself at the end? No. The Saif Saif lay Babatsman Rishlaim Lachrim. He came and then he left, but he didn't destroy Rishlaim. El Yashav Antochia, he was over there in Antochia, and he said, Nebuzaradim in Kaimel, Ahakrev Amikdash, Lehigali says Yisrael, Lebogel. Mashikasav Leil, there's a funny story here. Nebuchadnezzar is the Machrib. Nebuchadnezzar is tailor made to be the Machrib. Nebuchadnezzar, she is Malik Kalrit Sainai, all he wants to do is be the Machrib. He's so afraid, he doesn't want to come. They finally convince him to come. He doesn't go. He says, the Buzaradah. It's logical to say, He wasn't called Rab Tabachim because he was this, uh, you know, sweet pussycat. You know what I'm saying? He was a big actor in the Buzaradah. He still didn't measure up to Buchanetzer. Buchanetzer was a special Bria. The Mara Duma, the Yeroika, the Shaira, the Yerslev, she yuchal the Kabbalahats, my Lahakra, the Lisrev, as a bias agot of our Kodesh, Shashem Hashem Nikrolov. Mokim Shakoa Goyim, Yoru, the Kharzim, Imanu, the Taklas, the Kharada. Nebuchadnezzar, he was tailor made to be able to do this. Nebuchadnezzar, he's a regular guy. The guy who want to do it, but they're all afraid. So what's going on here? We call Mokim Hichlin Nebuchadnezzar, the Shleyat of Nebuchadnezzar, the Akra, the Tabais. Hashem orchestrated this, that Nebuchadnezzar the Makrib should send Nebuchadnezzar. The Eish Lishel, Eich Kibbal Nebuchadnezzar, this seems to be something that's beyond anything that's in his ability to do. So how, Nebuchadnezzar goes to destroy Yerushalayim. He says, listen, I can't do that. No one can do that. Only you can do it. I'm not going. The Eich Behemoth said, okay, so let's say he's afraid of Nebuchadnezzar. But he did it. How did he do it? How was the child for him to do it? Nebuchadnezzar has to do it. Not Nebuchadnezzar. How did he actually accomplish it? This is what Chazal were trying to tell us with the Pasuk before. Nebuchadnezzar had such a fear of Nebuchadnezzar. Wherever he went, he was as if Nebuchadnezzar was standing in front of him ready to hit it. 
And because of that fear, he was able to accomplish anything that Muchanetzar ordered him to do. The fear that he felt every moment drew new kaiches and new wellsprings of whatever of Achzarius that he was able to do things that really under normal circumstances were beyond his ability. That he was able to do for one reason because the Nebuchadnezzar was always in his mind standing on top of him. And that's what it means What's in a gal in Yanainu? And this final clap was the biggest musr to Klai Yisrael. After all the Midas and Midas we had, this was the final clap. What did Klai Yisrael taina? Okay, why did we go against the Nevi'im? Why did we ignore the Yisurim? Why did we do all these Eitzahs not to listen? There was the Eitzahara. It wasn't really us. It was the Eitzahara. How do you expect us to stand up to this Yitzhara? You see, they went and revatled the second base on English. You see, that was their kind of. It's too hard. The Yitzhara is too strong. There's no way for us to overcome the Yitzhara, says Kla Yisrael. And therefore, that's why we did everything else. It's not really our fault. You're giving us a job that is impossible, Hashem. Overcome the Yitzhara of Yitzhara, you know what that is? Omnam. The Grand Mishlei says, "The Chesed ve'Emes Yichupar Avin Uviyiras Hashem Sormeira." Says the Grand, "Ki Kasher Adam Roitz Eloshav Al Hashem in Raya Malolov." When a person wants to do tshuva, Torah based var, you have to do two things. Number one, tshuva al avar. You have to do tshuva on the past. Based the Kabbal al Atzmei lehabol lasormeira. Kabbal abol, but you're not going to do it again. V'omar, so the Pasuk of Mishlei says, Shal ha'ovar on the past, how do you do tshuva? The chesed ve'emes yuchilbar. With chesed and emes. Shugaldu b'taid mikolat yigufim, better than all type of afflictions, you know, jumping in the, uh, jumping into cold mikveh, you know, uh, rolling around in the snow, uh, having someone beat you up, that's not what you're supposed to do. Better than all that? Lasik b'taid v'gmil chasadim. Chesed is referring to Gmilz Chasadim. Emes is Taira. So Bechesed Emes, Gmilz Chasadim and Taira, Bozei Chupar Avainai. That'll help with Tshuva for the past. What about the future? How do you take care of the future? How are you Sur Meira in the future? For I know the positive says, Yiras Hashem. Sheyosim Yiras Hashem Negeponov. You have to live with Hashem standing in front of you. If you have fear of Hashem, what, this is the Gra talking. What's the year of Hashem that you realize? Not just Molly Kalam Kvaidai. He's standing right on top of you, Hashem, staring at you. He's going to see what you're going to do. How are you not embarrassed to do an Avera in front of him? Says the Gra, that's called Behirat Hashem. If you have the fear of Hashem, Shivisi Hashem, Lenegdi Summit, Hashem is standing over me, Surmeira. That's Lapa. Made famous by whoever. Ayn Shah. If the Dairus Arishayim were Mekayim Shivisi Hashem, they would be Mekabal strength, this Amsus Nifla and fortitude, and they would have Hatzlacha. And if you have Yiras Hashem, Shivisi Hashem, Habolitayr Messiah, and you realize Hashem standing in front of you every moment of the day, you'll be able to stand in all Messiahness. Even the Rabbis Yitzra Takifa Davidazara. Even the Yitzhar of Avaidazara. With Yiras Hashem, with Shivisi Hashem, Lenegdi Samid, yeah, it seems impossible. But if you're sitting with Hashem in front of you every moment of the day, you could overcome anything. 
But what did they say? It's a very hard thing. Who do you think I am? And all the excuses. I forget. I get involved. It's a very hard thing. So what did HaKadosh Baruch Hu do? HaKadosh Baruch Hu Tachur Ben he didn't have the strength really to accomplish this thing of destroying the Beis HaMikdash but he did, why? because he was Mikayim Shivisi Nebuchadnezzar Lenegdi Samit he had his own Torah it was called Shivisi Nebuchadnezzar Lenegdi Samit as if Nebuchadnezzar was standing right in front of him it wasn't really him it was Nebuchadnezzar being the Machrit why did Hashem orchestrate that Nebuchadnezzar should not actually do it himself and send Nebuchadnezzar it was a Teichacha it was me the Kenegan Mida it was telling Klai Yisrael you're saying it's too hard I'm going to show you someone who in a warped way is doing the same thing he has a different Dairish he would see Nebuchadnezzar the next summit he doesn't have the Kayach to destroy the Beit HaMikdash but when he lives with Nebuchadnezzar standing over him he got those Kayachs over and beyond what he thought he could do that was the lesson why Nebuzaradan came. This is a Yisrael. That is the way you fight everything. It looks hard, it looks impossible. It is possible. I wouldn't have given it to you if it wasn't impossible. And that is the end here of Korban Bayez Rishon that we're going to learn about next week Bez Hashem we're going to learn about the story of Kamsa and Bar Kamsa and seeing what's going on in that story but from this lesson here in Midah Kenegh and Midah from all the things that we see the Bitaq we see the Amuna that Hashem punishes Midah Kenegh and Midah and everything that we did there was a punishment that related to that and therefore it should Bechlal help us in understanding the Amuna and Bitaq and that HaKadosh Baruch Hu punishes us but what lesson practically should we come out of this from? Very simple. This is the time when Klai Yisrael is impossible and Hashem showed them Shevisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit. It's a high Madrega who Klai Godol says the Ramah about Taira and so on and so forth. But every person to a degree should try to be Mechazik and Shevisi Hashem Lenegdi Summit. And the easiest way in my opinion to be mechazik in this Indian, which is the avoida, if this is the, the one of the big averis, so obviously this is part of the avoida of the Beira Mitzarev of these weeks, is to be mesak in those averis or work on them, and that is in the mechazik in the Indian, as we said so many times, of brachas. It's very hard to live with Rabbi Nisham in this world, but if you're anyway saying his name and making a bracha, Baruch Ato Hashem, Hashem Ato. We explained this when we learned about brachas. Baruch Ato, you. I'm not even right in front of you, Hashem. Of course, the third person, you're also way out, and I can't even relate to you. But one thing I'm doing is as if you're standing right in front of me. We're making the brachas anyways. Might as well think for a moment. Baruch Ato Hashem. You know, there is Hashem here. He lives in this. He's here in this world, Hashem. You know what? Then maybe a little bit bit later you'll come to an Isayan and you'll come to a situation and you'll all of a sudden Hashem is on your mind if a person makes himself accustomed to remembering Hashem the reminders are there anyways because we're saying the brachas not we make new reminders the reminders are there slowly but surely Hashem just becomes like a sort of a real thing to us something that we have to start living with during the day and therefore in other times even if we're not making a bracha and the just come up say one second ten minutes ago I made a bracha or in twenty minutes I make another bracha or I just dab it and I said Baruch to Hashem and now I'm going to go do this Hashem standing right here and watching us that's the derech for us simple people or I speak for myself me simple people that to come to this idea of Shavisa Hashem Lenegdi Samit of being Mechazik in the Indian of whether it's one bracha a day two brachas a day or Shahakal your Asher Yatsar pick whatever you want because whatever you want all the brachas try your hardest whenever you remember to be Mechazik in the Indian brachas if you do that that's the beginning of Shavisa Hashem Lenegdi Samit and that's the beginning of the Tikkun of the Avera that Klai Yisrael was claiming there's nothing we could do Hashem you sent it too hard of a test Hashem said no Shavisa 
Shavisa Hashem Lenech Disamit is the antidote to that. And we will continue Bezit Hashem next time.